You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. Chris Horwadell joined by Mario Hines. Mario, kind sir, how are you? I am doing great, Chris. How are you? Oh, you know, it's uh, another day. Another day in the world, buddy. Just uh, being an adult, <laughs> being a grown-up, trying to get stuff done. That's never fun. I'd rather just be downstairs playing video games. But uh, not not how things broke, and that's okay. Uh, we went, this past weekend, we went to the, uh, the Cleveland Zoo for their Ooh. Wild Winter Lights Festival. How was, it was that? It was very, very cold. Mm. Very, very cold. And then we got through the first lap. I had to go to the bathroom most of the time and uh, finally went, <laughs> I went, <laughs> this is a weird story, but I didn't think I was going to tell the story, but so, so I had to go to the bathroom. Uh, I finally go at like the third rest stop. Cause I'm like, ah, I'm not making it out of this zoo without this coming out one way or another. Yep. So it should probably be in more official capacity. Go in very, very small bathroom, right? Very, very small bathroom, one stall. And so I'm kind of just like lined up in inside waiting for the uh, the stall to open and wait for it to be my turn. And in front of me, it's just like I would I'm bad with kids ages, but I would guess like six year old kid. And the kid's just like making small talk in the bathroom. He's just like has his arm <laughs> like his it rested up against the wall, like leaning against the wall casually. He's like cold out there, isn't it? And I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna have any conversation with a child inside of a public restroom, but but it is cold. And uh, he, by the way, kudos to the kid. He's like, "Hey, do you have to go?" Uh, he was gonna let me go first, and uh, but you know, that's that's not how you do. He's got a smaller bladder. What a cool kid! He was, after a, all. he was a cool kid. Yeah, it was all right. There's uh, the Midwest hospitality and all that. Apparently, it just takes the form of a six-year-old. But you're never ready for a six-year-old to try and strike up casual conversation with you in a public restroom. No one's ready. I would. I don't know <laughs> if I would have handled it as much of a pro as as you did. That was a, that was a great catch there. No, I was real uncomfortable. Make okay, no okay, mistake okay. about it. <laughs> Bullets of sweat. Make no mistake about it. Be like, please don't tell your parents we spoke. Uh, <laughs> there's only going to be questions. Uh, but it was nice otherwise. Um, they, they did an amazing job. Uh, basically, the whole whole out, outer lap of the zoo um, was was covered in lights. It was nice. Not a, mm. couldn't see a lot of animals. I we saw a we saw the seals and a um, a snow leopard. I think that was all the animals we saw. But nice walk. Um, afterwards, we we came back. That that was Friday because Thursday night was Thanksgiving. Friday and uh, Alexa's parents are watching are watching a movie with us, and and uh, they they you know we, Alexa Alexa has invites them over saying hey do you want to watch a Christmas movie mm-hmm. and they're like sure so they come over and the movie that Alexa wanted to watch and I was very skeptical about even though I like the film quite a bit it was a, a little picture called Daddy's Home Two starring Will Ferrell and Mark oh my Wahlberg. gosh I was thinking about watching that. I look, it is not a good movie. It is a fun movie, but it was 
let's put it like this. Left to their own devices, I don't believe that they ever would have gotten around to watching Daddy's Home 2. And it made me <laughs> uncomfortable that that was the choice that was made. <laughs> <laughs> but if you had to scale it, it was probably an amazing, amazing experience once. No. Oh. No, no, I hid my I hid my face under the blankets from them yeah. for most of the movie, <laughs> not wanting to be associated with this. Um, but it's, it's a fun it's a look. It's a funny, stupid movie. It's just not, you know, I think the last thing you talked to us about was like an elephant documentary. And hmm. uh, so different, different. Um, look, we're not just here to talk about Will Ferrell movies, though. Bye. Nothing wrong with that. Or Mark Wahlberg movies. We have got a lot going on. I've got a, an interesting ranking of quarterbacks. We've got week 13 in the National Football League. I've got BovadaSportsbook.com open in front of me. We're going to take a look at all of the pertinent lines from this week. Um, I mentioned this. I found a ranking of uh, the NFL quarterbacks, 1 to 32, starting quarterbacks on NFL.com. And I wanted to talk about this because... It's interesting. I think it may be um, a little bit on the controversial side. Mm -hmm. This is based just upon 2021. By the way, crazy that we're in the year 2021. 2021 uh, um, production auto load videos can die. Mm. Auto, you can just die if you if you have a website that has auto load videos it's just you've you've contributed to the downfall of society number 32 on this list you have any any guess who the the absolute worst starting quarterback <laughs> per nfl.com would be and uh, i will give you one hint i'm mm -hmm. not asking you that for any specific reason thank you for the hint mm -hmm. thank you thank you all we know is it Cam Newton's not 32, so if he's not 32, <laughs> then Jared Goff is 32. Would it shock you to learn that Jared Goff is 27? That whoever are the five beneath him, mm -hmm. whoever you are, gentlemen, I don't even know if I, if should my message be encouraging because you <laughs> are probably no. feeling so bad right now, you or should, should I just pile on? Well, let's uh let's play a little game here. Let's let's try and name the five quarterbacks rated below Jared Goff per NFL.com right now. Uh give you we'll give you three strikes. Okay. Cur so current starting quarterbacks. I'm gonna let me check the NFL teams. This is uh, uh, oh wait, 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 wait. Zach Wilson. Is number thirty two. There we go. Completing fifty seven point six percent of his passes for thirteen hundred and thirteen yards in seven games. Uh, four touchdowns to ten interceptions. That's not great. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's uh, it's not encouraging either. We like we we're doing the rookie scale, right? We're doing the rookie lens. Mm -hmm. Not not good. Uh, now we have to you have to do a lot of variables with Zach. The mm -hmm. Jets stink. Yes. In a surprisingly um better division than we would have anticipated. For sure. Uh, so okay. You know, in in large part to another quarterback, another rookie quarterback, it, and that, and then you just rebalance of like you could be doing something, Zach, and you're not looking any older, so the stress isn't getting to you. Mm -hmm. um, but he's definitely worthy of 32, I'd say right now. To be fair, all right, four players, three strikes to go. All right, 31. Looking at my list here of teams, really bad, really bad starters. Um, mm -hmm. Who is 
Who's playing quarterback for the Broncos? Oh, no. Okay, never mind. It's Teddy Bridge. Yeah, it's Teddy, Teddy Bridge. Teddy uh, Blankets. That is. Okay. Jeez, this stinks. This stinks if it's him. I hope not. Um, Is it my man? Oh, wow. Drawing a blank on his name. But by the way, I'm calling into the into question the validity of this uh, as Cam Newton is still technically listed as the starting quarterback of the Panthers. Look, he might start this week, but that guy is cooked, and he should be he should be he should be thirty. <laughs> he should be down there. Maybe is it thirty more. Trevor Lawrence is thirty one. Eleven games, fifty eight percent completion percentage, two thousand three hundred and sixty nine yards, nine touchdowns to ten interceptions. So look, he's a rookie quarterback playing mm-hmm. on a team that doesn't have much offense. That, yeah. I'm not worried about him. Yeah. Okay. It's just, it still hurts me that he's down there. Uh, well, you've always respected those beautiful blonde locks. It's the locks first. Yeah. Play second. For sure. Oh, yes. All right. 20, uh, 30. Red 30. Oh, man. Whoever. This is tough because this list is recent, correct? It is as of right now, but I am I will tell you one of them. I'm not 100% sure he's going to be the starting quarterback this week. Right, whoever is starting for the Saints at any given moment is number is number thirty, and it is Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Last I saw, and I did not look today, um, the 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 other gentleman who's why can't I think of the BYU quarterback's name? Who Taysom Hill? Mm-hmm. Taysom Hill was taking first team snaps earlier in the week. Yeah, I think that I was I read that earlier, so. That's why I was confused, but I also think that that would make him 30 as well. I think it doesn't matter. All right. Well, doing good so far. You've got two players left, and you've, in fact, gone in order at this point. Well, for bonus points that mean nothing. Mm -hmm. You've got two players left, three strikes to get there. uh, Who's 28 and 29? 28. 28 is going to be... My good friend, oh, my good friend, Tara Taylor. I'm calling into question whether or not you're looking at this list right now because he is in fact 28. <laughs> 100% calling you out. I, I am he not. I am looking at my spreadsheet. All right, we'll take we'll take your word for it. You're an honest man, except for the whole fake job thing. Yep. Five games for Tarod Taylor. Six, 62.8% completion percentage, 921 yards, five touchdowns, four interceptions. And 136 rushing yards. Mm. One left, three strikes to get there. 28. It's really silly. 29. 29, sorry. It's really silly that it's not um, Jared Goff. There's no way that it's this guy, so. Aaron Rodgers. I know, right? This one's actually tough because uh, I want to go with. Whoever is playing quarterback for the Dolphins. Tua, come on. Tua Tua has had, I believe, two consecutive games where he completed 80% of his passes. How many passes did he have? Tua's, Tua's hooping right now. Uh-huh. Tua, Tua comes in at number 21. I'm glad. Eight games, eight games 70.5% completion percentage. Okay. 1,700 yards, 10 touchdowns, six interceptions. Ah, ah 20, we're at 29. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is uh, duh, what is this kid's name? Uh, Fields. Justin Fields. There's no way he's. Oh, come on. He first. This is strike one. Uh, sure. they do rank Andy Dalton as the starting quarterback for the Bears. Currently, Dalton comes in at twenty three. I think that is not so absurd, uh, but kind of is. 
All right, I'm running out of I'm running out of rope here. I don't understand how a couple of these guys are not lower, but yeah, it's throwing me off. So are we going Jalen Hurts? We didn't Greg Rosenthal. I like Greg Rosenthal. Come on, Rosenthal. Me too. Um, Jalen Hurts comes in at number twenty. Wow, twelve I games, sixty point one percent completion percentage, two thousand four hundred and thirty-five yards, thirteen touchdowns, eight interceptions, and six hundred ninety-five yards rushing with eight additional scores. This is sickening. This is sickening stuff here. Um, again, I know as of today, this man's not starting at quarterback. I don't know who's starting for him. Is this Cam Newton now? Are we at Cam Newton? That's the one I don't understand how it isn't. Cam Newton is ranked 26, one in front of Jared Goff, three games, 55.8% completion percentage, 289 yards passing in those three games, three touchdowns, one interception, 65 yards rushing, three scores. Goff, 27. Goff's numbers aren't, they don't look bad. They're just pedestrian. They're just so, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. But I think it's the eye test where you're like, you're not, it's 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 not because something's holding you back that it's happening in a well, sense. The lack of any offensive playmaker might be the thing. That's stopping the, that's making the numbers pedestrian, but he's not taking shots either. Yeah, it's true. But I don't know if he Number- do that anyway. Who's 29? Number 29 uh, is a quarterback from Miami, Ohio University. The Red Hawks. Benjamin Roethlisberger. Oh, my Pittsburgh gosh. Steelers. 10 games, 64.6% <laughs> completion percentage, 2,522 yards, 14 touchdowns, 16 picks, and uh, hey, he's got six rushing yards. You know what it is, man? It's because when you look at the Steelers, I, I see their name, and there's still maybe some you know nostalgia behind how... He's played bottom, I mean, top half of of the league for most of his career. And because he's still the starter, it just doesn't automatically click that he's mm-hmm. he's the bottom quarter yeah. <laughs> of the no. league at this point. But it actually makes sense. Give me the top three. Top three quarterbacks in the league. This is any given order. So mm-hmm. whatever. But uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Number one. Number two. Pat Mahomes. Shockingly, no. They booted him? Okay. Mahomes does not come in three. Mahomes doesn't come onto the list until number nine. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. uh, I don't think it is because guys like Kirk Cousins and Justin Herbert and uh, Lamar Jackson are in front of him. Number three, Arizona quarterback Kyler Murray. Um, I I highly disagree with this. Yeah, Kyler's having a weird year. And actually, I I was looking on Bavada to see if they had odds for who would be the next Oklahoma coach because... Mm -hmm. You know, there was all this talk this week that after Lincoln Riley went to uh, t- went to USC, that the guy they were targeting was Cliff Kingsbury, and that that struck me as as so bizarrely odd because that's not typically how those transitions work, and even more so when you're talking about a team that has the best record in football at the moment. Right. Um, but then the other day in a press conference, he came out and they asked him about it point blank. And he's like, I don't want to talk about that right now. And that made me think, is there some truth to this? Yeah, because man. if there's no truth, why would you not be like, no, I coached yeah, the Arizona that. Cardinals. We have the best record in football. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, like there's there's a spectrum and fine lines. But I mean, if you want to talk about ending any speculation, you know, our guy at the Steelers, we just talked about the Steelers, Mike Tomlin. Did it perfectly. Executed it perfectly. I love where I'm at. I have the best job ever. 
blah, 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 blah. Don't mm-hmm. ask me again. Very simple to do. Now, you don't have to throw down the, the hammer and exclamation point like that. But like yeah. you said, a simple, I love where I'm at. We're the best team in football. We have the best record. Look what's happening. I'm going to keep my eyes in front of me because this is where I want to be. So let's go. Have you not seen my house? Of course, I'm not <laughs> leaving this place. <laughs> exactly. He and Sean McVay uh, just trying to one-up each other on the draft a couple of years ago. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was weird, but it, I just, I couldn't help but think it was, it reminded me of the time back in whatever it was, 2015, when, when Kevin Durant was pre-Warriors and they were talking about like, would he leave, would he sign with somebody else in free agency? And his response was, I'm going to, I'm going to make a business decision. And I believe I said right then, oh shit, he's going to sign with the Warriors. And this feels exactly the same. It feels mm-hmm. like. It, he's he's shouting at the top of his lungs by not shutting it down. Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's uh, you don't want to get into the Doth protest too much situation, but this one is your silence speaks volumes. Yeah, Dakota Prescott number four, Derek Carr five, Lamar Jackson six, Herbert seven, uh, Cousins eight, Mahomes nine, Josh Allen ten. Former Detroit Lion Matthew Stafford, number 11, down five from last mm-hmm. week. Yeah, so, this seems like a college football rankings list is where, where, like, who's hot is just inappropriately number three. And you know. That's fair. Uh, look, shots fired, by the way, at, uh, <laughs> at the, the college football playoff committee. Uh, I, guess, I guess you can do that now that you don't have to worry about being invited to that particular party. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what, what, what the hell happened to Michigan State? We uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if it was true. I, I read reports that everybody got sick. We still beat Penn State, although mm-hmm. having no one. In yeah, a like tw- they said like twenty players were si- were sick or something. It had to have been the thing, right? Yeah, you, I can't think. Yeah. So, but we won and fine. I mean, it's 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 still a very celebratory time on campus in the program. So you, I think the, the the taste of the drudging is worn off. I didn't know where to sit in terms of the Ohio State-Michigan game because I'm like, do I want Michigan to get blown out so that we are the definitive number two and that Ohio State's just better than everyone, which doesn't help yeah. the conference? Or do I want Michigan to win so that it's like, well, we beat Michigan, so it was just a bad day for us. Right. Like, Transitive properties don't quite work with uh, everybody having beat everybody. Exactly. Hey guys, Chris here to let you know this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show is brought to you in part by the Wisdom app. This is an app that Mario and I are really excited about because it lets us interact with you directly. So here is what you do. You download the app, the Wisdom app. Then you follow me at Chris Horwoodell at C-H-R-I-S-H-O-R-W-E-D-E-L. And then next Wednesday, December 8th, right around 5.45 Eastern time, Mario and I are going to go live on the app and you can come talk directly to us. You know, we'll take your questions. You can ask Mario how he has not gotten a pick wrong this entire season. What kind of wizardry is this? Once you follow me on the app, you're going to know as soon as we go live. Then you just hop in and we have some fun. Next Wednesday, December 8th on the Wisdom app. And again, all of this information will be in our show notes as well if you need any kind of refresher. Yeah, it's weird. I think... uh 
everybody was was so confident that Ohio State was going to blow out Michigan, and with that Michigan defensive line, I just I never saw that as something that I thought was going to happen. That defensive line is is so unbelievably good. Yeah, scary good, scary good. They set the tempo. The weather helped. Yeah, um, not in the sense that I mean, because because you know typically that helps skill guys in, in the offense who knows where they're going. But I think that if you're thinking about intimidation factor, uh, mental toughness, and just getting executing like that side of the, that side of the football, mm. um, you know, coming into the big house on a snowy day when you have to think about it, that just changes the game for a defensive line who is probably taught not to think about it. Let's talk 2021-2022 NCAA championship odds at Bavada right now. This list is an interesting one. The leader in the clubhouse, number one, Georgia, minus 220, followed by Alabama, number three, at uh, plus 650, number two, Michigan, plus 750, number four, Cincinnati, plus 1,200, number five, Oklahoma State, plus 14, Notre Dame, plus 25, and then we get up into the... uh, Oh, this something weird would have to happen, but Iowa number thirteen currently plus nine thousand. Hmm. Yeah, I I'm still Georgia until otherwise, man. Georgia until otherwise. I can't see an offense doing what they need to do for four quarters against that team. That Georgia uh, until otherwise reminds me of uh, the great quote in one of the finest films made in the the twenty first century. Draft day, Vontae Mack, <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> Don't ever. How could you link me on a recorded a recorded space mm-hmm. to the movie Draft? Well, well, think about it like this. I'm linking you to Chadwick Boseman. Fine. <laughs> Her, fine. Deal. Chadwick. But Chadwick, I mean, the casting in that movie w- was bizarre beyond belief. Like Chadwick Boseman is playing this like nasty middle linebacker. He's a skinny little dude. Yes. And uh, and the the old Brandon, uh, oh god, the old running back from the Texans was playing like a college draftee. Yes. Um, and they were just randomly using like like Vontae Freeman highlights were were the highlights that they were showing for him. That's true. <laughs> It, 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 or Devonte Freeman, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually forgot. I I forgot that it was Chadwick Boseman. Devonte Mack is the name that sticks in my head, through and through and through. But unbelievable uh, that <laughs> I forgot. Nobody I'm went to at the casting right now. This is laughable. Nobody went to that poor quarterback's birthday party, Mario. Nobody went. The team doesn't like him. No one deserves it. Arian Foster. Arian Foster. That's who I was talking about. Yeah, he was the. He was the. The other running back, the, the running back who wanted to be drafted by the Browns because his father played there. Yeah. Yeah. A- Arian Foster, probably at like, I don't know, 38 years old, was playing a, a 20 year old. And <laughs> nobody really questioned it. <laughs> Look at this down. Just, you know, who knows? Hopefully Wikipedia is correct. When the first film first made public, uh, it was supposed to be the Bills that <laughs> they chose, but they chose the Browns because it was cheaper production in Ohio. I be- I mean, I believe it. Ohio versus New York for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was probably just like the Bills were like, no, no. Kevin Costner, no. I don't know. They they uh they come come out on top at the end after making one of the more bizarre decisions in draft hitting, right? Uh I've always give me David Putney just because I I forget what that just. phrase is. 
wow. because or because I said I don't know stupid <laughs> stupid movie. Um, the second the, the second stupid movie we've talked about, but does not have the rewatchability of one Daddy's Home Two. By the way, I watched uh, Daddy's Home Two before I watched Daddy's Home, um, because it, I stumbled on it and I got made fun of forever. I was just like, you know, it was it was a random day during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just watching, trying to find something to watch, and I was watching like Amazon Prime Video, and I was like, "Oh, look at this, this Mark Wahlberg movie, this this Will Ferrell movie that I haven't seen. I'll try this." And uh, I w- I was immediately taken by it, and just like laughing stupidly. Mm-hmm. And Alexa comes down, and uh, and she's like, "What are you watching? This looks so dumb." And now, like, we literally have a Daddy's Home poster downstairs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not not by my choice. Oh my gosh, so weird. Yeah, it's a dumb movie. What's what's the best? What's the what's the dumbest movie that that you like the most? Oh man, this is. I have one. Mm. I don't know if I can call this dumb. It's actually it's actually well like done. Schindler's List. I know. No, I know. right. No. <laughs> it's lowbrow, but I actually love Black Dynamite. But I, I think it's actually a masterpiece. Okay, so. So black exploitation, yes, yes. Coming at black exploitation, it's just so funny. Um, but I think the general, like it's it's one of those. It's a cult classic. Like most people would be like, why? How far into this are we going to watch? Like how far? I mean, a reasonable question. I would say. <laughs> what do you What do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score for Black Dynamite is? What forty one percent. Critic, 83%. Wow. Audience, 85%. Whoa. So now I don't have a bad movie that I like that I think. No, you're just, you're just like, hey, this is really critically reviewed movie that I, uh, <laughs> I, I dig it too, you know? <laughs> That's so weird. Anyways. Yeah. I dig it too. Just look at humble brag. It's always humble brags with you. Oh, look, I have a Tesla. It's just cheaper to drive it. <laughs> Which is a weird, weird, weird paradox because it's not cheap to to have it. <laughs> yeah, it's cheaper to drive it when you just plug it in other people's houses. I'm sure it's much also, cheaper to drive. Also, <laughs> if you just go, it's kind of like it's like um, you know, you go knocking from door to door if you have yeah, a garage. Sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, can I can I charge my car, please? It's for the environment. It's it is for the environment. That's absolutely true. Um, yeah, weird place. One of my one of my buddies got a call from his car dealership the other day. I, he had a lease, mm-hmm. and uh, that's like eighteen months left in the lease for you know mid level car. Yeah, and they're like, uh, you know, they're checking in on it. They're like, uh, you know, how many miles are on it? What kind of conditions are it in? Blah blah blah. And he tells them, and they're like, we need that back. What can we do to get it back? <laughs> uh, because you know the the auto chip shortage and all that, and they can yeah. they can sell it for a monster um, monster profit at this point. Yeah, uh, so. He's like, look, I'm only, I'm only interested in electric. So he, I think he was paying like two twenty eight a month for the car he had on a lease. They gave him an electric car and bought out the remainder of his lease. And uh, I think he's paying fourteen dollars a month more now. Oh wow, it's a good deal. That is. Wow. I don't believe in leasing cars though. Why? Because what's the point? I want um, I want to own my car. I want yeah. I want to. It's like renting. In a sense, in a, you have nothing to show for it at the end of the money, 
but you get a new car every time. That's true. And I guess there's something appealing about it being anything that goes wrong being someone else's problem. Absolutely. Absolutely. With that said, I like owning I like owning a car. I have my uh my nineteen forty two Toyota Corolla hatchback is just uh, it's kicking. It's 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 a sweet car. Mm-hmm. I don't think they I don't think they made Toyota Corollas in nineteen forty two. I really <laughs> yes. should have gone more reason for that nonsense. <laughs> anyway, week thirteen in the National there Football you League, Mario. <laughs> Week 13, uh, it is, man, like five games left for some teams. It's absolutely utter craziness. Mm-hmm. And I'm just talking because it's taking forever to get the game lines up. Let's start Thursday night. The Dallas Cowboys travel to New Orleans to take on the New Orleans Saints. And Bavada's got those Saints plus four and a half at home. Ooh, um, yeah, not going Saints because... Taysom Hill at quarterback. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out who who's the quarterback as you're talking. Exactly. So Cowboys, they, I don't I don't understand longer break. Thankfully, thankfully Mario to Taysom Hill will start Week 13 against the Dallas Cowboys. They're easy, easy Cowboys win. Not easily done, but this is this is the the bounce back game. Um, I'm not going to say they're going to bounce back into prominence uh, in in NFC favoriting, but um. The offense will do its job uh, and, and, and be revered. The scheme, scheme-wise, defensively, and they can, it's, it's very hard for them, very, very hard for them uh, to stop the pass from, from the linebackers. So I don't know, you know, middle of the field. Luckily, the Saints can't attack that. So that's why I think offense prevails here against the Cowboys. Yeah, we were talking about that quarterback list earlier, and I, the one thing I wanted to hit on, because it's such a crazy stat, is you know, we talked about Kyler being number three. Kyler has 147 rushing yards this season. That's it. Whoa. 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 That is odd. I would have never guessed that there would be success in the Cardinals offense without him having um, enough rushing yardage to say, I'm a running quarterback. Right. Right. 100%. Last year, uh, he had 819 yards and 11 touchdowns on the ground, which is too much. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... I I wouldn't think the drop would be eight nineteen to like three hundred. Right, right. That's um. It's got to be by design. It's got to be by design. But it's still a little. Uh, I don't want to say concerning just yet, but I don't know what it is, and that's I think an, an issue too. I'm not sure. Hey, the offense, the offense is rolling, and I wouldn't I'm not concerned about it. If if uh, that guy can. Win games throwing the football, more power to him. I wish uh, the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback could claim the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. But at, at, at some point, like, what do you if you if you use it in the spots that gives you the edge, and it it just doesn't come out as you know high profile running numbers, then fine. Mm-hmm. I just hope that it doesn't mean that that edge is uh it, you're losing that edge. Agreed. Well, he of the 147 yards rushing and his teammates, the Arizona Cardinals, travel to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears. Bavada has the Bears as eight point home underdogs. Ooh, yeah, without um without your 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 quarterback of the future playing and how they looked against the Lions, the game they should have lost. Uh you just can't expect the Bears to keep up with the Cardinals. So give me the Cardinals. The Indianapolis Colts travel to Houston to take on the Houston Texans. And Bavada has the Texans, another big home underdog here, plus nine. 
yeah, the Texans are are trending downward fast. Um, offensively, you know, any type of control they had in running game and, and control screen game is gone. Um, the Colts can score in bunches. They can also let up a bunch of stuff in bunches, but they're go- the matchup here favors the Colts all the way. So give me the Colts. If they Big can hold, day. yeah. If they can hold Jonathan Taylor to like 150 yards and three touchdowns, they can exactly. consider that a win. Yeah, exactly. The Los Angeles Chargers travel to Cincinnati to take on the Cincinnati Bengals. This is interesting. It's a uh, going across country and warmed cold. Bavada has the Bengals minus three at home. Yeah, give me. This is. It. These teams are even in terms of what they want to do, their makeup, um, how their their rosters are built, yeah, in a sense. So it's really like who's going to be more locked in. You take the home team who's accustomed to playing in the cold. Give me this home field advantage for the Bengals who are becoming that team that we talked about early in the year, Chris. Uh, exciting young group. The Minnesota Vikings travel to Detroit, Michigan to take on the Detroit Lions, and Bavada has those Lions plus seven at home. Uh, it'll probably be closer than that, which sucks. <laughs> but uh, give me the Vikings here to continue, continue to be an enigma in who they want to be. Um, give me the Vikings. I'm confused. You say it'll probably be closer, but then took the Vikings. Yeah, because the Vikings, they don't stink. No. They're not, they, but they don't want to be a leader in the NFC. Um, the mm-hmm. Lions play are t- they play you tough, especially at home. Um, I think that their their ability to to limit teams um, just from scoring. I mean, twelve t- from twelve points, fifteen point. Like they're they're stopping some pretty. Um, eh, I wouldn't say quality teams, but. They know how to beat the Vikings. They should have mm-hmm. beaten the Vikings. I think the interdivision matchup creates a closer game, but the Vikings are just going to do what it takes to win because they're playing the Lions. All right. The New York football giants take on the Miami Dolphins in Miami in the uh, the game with the lowest over-under of the week. Bavada has hmm. it listed as 40.5. Hmm. Dolphins minus four and a half. Yeah. Can you believe the Dolphins have won four straight? <laughs> I told you, two is playing well. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's applause. It's turning into W's. Make it five straight. Who's starting quarterback for the Giants this week? Uh, I just saw that. I just saw that. Because uh, Daniel Jones is out. Mm-hmm. It is. That's Carlos Correa, so that would be surprising. Uh, let's see. NFL, the starting quarterback for the Giants is... I I have I have somebody I want to say I just don't know that it is necessarily accurate. The Giants, the Giants, the Giants, the Giants. Team news. Give me the team news. Rudolph, Tony Jones, Tony Jones. Mike. It is in fact Mike Glennon. Oh, that's, Mike that's what Glennon. I that's what I thought. He came in. He played spot duty last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Glennon. He stinks. Give me um. Give me the Dolphins here for sure. Five straight. You, do you remember who? Goddamn, who was it that drafted, signed signed Mike Lennon to a big contract, and then drafted a quarterback? And I don't think Lennon ever started a single game for them. I'm looking at his uh, his stats right now. I wanted to say it was Tampa Bay, but that doesn't yeah, feel Tampa right. Tampa Bay or the Bills? Maybe, maybe it's the Bills and it was Josh Allen. 
Uh, let's see. Chicago in 2017. Oh, no, it was Chicago because they drafted Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah it was, in fact. Funny. So that didn't work out at all. In any direction. They took two swings, and they missed badly on both of mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. The first swing, uh, the bat hit the helmet. Second swing, they fell on their butt. Yeah, it was everyone laughed. Mm-hmm. The Philadelphia Eagles traveled to New York to take on the New York football Jets, and Bovada's got the Jets plus seven at home. Yeah, uh, this is this is a good matchup game for the for the Eagles, simply because you get to set the pace and tempo on offense. When you have mm-hmm. to play at a different tempo, you know that's when your quarterback starts uh, his flaws start to to be, become apparent. So the Jets won't when you ask him to throw the ball, throw the ball to win. Yeah, uh, it's not going to happen. So luckily the Jets, oh man, reeling, the reeling Jets. So give me the Eagles here. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel to Atlanta to take on the Atlanta Falcons. One of the bigger lines of the week here. Falcons plus 11 at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bucks trending at the right time, man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, peaking. They know what they're doing. Bucks look good. Give me the Bucks here to win by 14. They're going to hit that line. The Jacksonville Jaguars head to L.A. to take on the Los Angeles Rams in what is, in fact, the largest line of the week at Bavada, minus 13 to the Rams. Uh, who you like? Yeah, the Rams, i.e. Matt Stafford, can make those mistakes that we've seen in three straight weeks. Three straight weeks we've seen Matt Stafford hiccup in ways that's like, are you bringing the flu from yeah. Detroit? Um, he's allowed to make those mistakes, which I think he'll – corral in a sense against the Jags and still win and still win big so luckily this is the perfect time to have the Jags on your roster if you're the Rams interesting game here the Washington football team who's been playing decent football of late heads to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders Bavada has the Raiders minus two at home yeah I'm minus actually going to go Apologies. minus two and a half no worries uh, I'm going the football team here who as consistent as, as they've been it's the quality type of consistent where I think the Raiders, uh, the ebb and flow, highs and lows, um, and beating the Cowboys is something that probably doesn't help some of the things that they actually need to work on. Run pass balance being one of mm-hmm. them. Um, yeah. So give me Washington to take advantage of that. The Baltimore Ravens travel to Pittsburgh to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and Bavada has the Steelers plus four and a half at home. Oh, the mighty have fallen. I love that the Steelers are getting every ounce of their ass handed to them week to week. Yeah. Uh, the Ravens will continue. I don't have the official stat for this, but the the bounce back game for when Lamar plays terribly, mm-hmm. um, he usually plays well enough or up to very good the following week. So, you know, doesn't bowl well for the Steelers. So Ravens here. I've got a fun stat for you in this game as well. Since 2015, Quarterbacks who have thrown four or more interceptions in a game have gone 0 and 35 up until the Ravens beat the Browns last weekend. <laughs> the Browns have the best stats. Oh, yeah, they, they do have all the best stats. Yes. That is, ins- how do you win a game throwing four interceptions? I play the Browns, apparently, but you, because you don't. <laughs> you don't. The stats say you don't until you realize that the other team cannot capitalize. And there's nothing good happening offensively for the team that's playing against you. If you don't score points off of at least two of those picks, they never happen. They're punts. Then that's 100% true. And all you've done is take away an opportunity. 
Uh, the San Francisco 49ers travel to Seattle to take on the Seattle Seahawks. And Bavada has the Seahawks plus three at home. Yeah, let's go reset on the Seahawks. Not implode, not redo everything. It's not that type of thing. But never gotten the flow into the cadence of who they wanted to be. As soon as Russell got hurt, you know, things changed um, for the worst. It wasn't all together when he got hurt anyways. Uh, and the Niners continue to be um, a pretty uh, impressive defensive team. So give me the Niners here. Sunday night football, the Denver Broncos head to Kansas City to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Bavada has the Chiefs minus 10 at home. Yeah, I don't know how the Broncos won last week, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Not happening this week. Five week Chiefs win this week. Give me the Chiefs. Andy, after a bye week, is deadly. He yeah. always has been. Final game of the week, Monday Night Football. The first place New England Patriots (laughs) travel to Buffalo to take on the Buffalo Bills. Bavada has the Bills minus two and a half. Ooh, oh, Billy Belichick. This is the game, actually. If you aren't already on that, like, here here we go again, this is going to be the one. Give me the pats for the upset. Here we go again. Look at that. Well, if you're interested, you can get, uh, you take the Patriots plus 120 money line at Bavada. That could be a nice little payday if and when Mario Hines is correct. That is a big win. It's little if. And you personally guarantee all wagers, correct? Oh, personally, um, no hands behind my back or anything. Good, 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 good. That's legally binding. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, that's going to be it for this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show for Mario Hines. I'm Chris Horwell. Thanks for listening. See you back here next week.